Well, hello. Welcome to Parts. Welcome to Parts Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Parts Unknown. Uh, my name is Will Smalley, and I'm here with... I'm Brian O'Donnell. Oh, oh, oh whoa. I don't know. That's, I, I felt that I needed to come in with energy, and then I... Yeah. Didn't make a choice at all. <laughs> I was I was wondering who that character was, and uh, not clear like, to me even. <laughs> I mean, it it, it did strike uh, some generic Southern wrestler. Uh, yeah, I'm actually I did a I did a Zoom uh, read for heels uh, oh. episode ten. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, the Zoom episode. They're doing a Zoom episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> hey, welcome. Uh, listeners if you're listening um this is our maiden voyage of parts unknown uh the podcast um very excited to to bring this podcast to you guys uh brian o'donnell and myself are lifelong wrestling fans um i mean maybe i'm speaking too much for you (laughs) but uh no, there's there was a no, couple moments, but <laughs> he'll also have the salad. I'll order. Don't worry. <laughs> this just, <laughs> just a couple moments. Is that what you said? There was a couple. I mean, when I was very young, and then maybe like a little bit of high school. But other than that, lifelong. <laughs> when I couldn't comprehend anything, I did not yeah. love wrestling. <laughs> yeah. And then when I really could comprehend everything, I did not love wrestling. Yeah, I was too <laughs> too alive. <laughs> yeah, at the height of my... <laughs> everything's going right for me, and I hated wrestling. <laughs> That's the sweet spot. That's the sweet spot of becoming a wrestling fan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're, um, we're two um, super cool wrestling fans, uh, comedians uh and friends who um i think know that wrestling is inherently silly and oh yeah makes us love it more yeah i mean i think that's i mean we we have uh bonded over that that notion that um wrestling is not it's not always great and and has not always been great but there are moments in our lives where it's just uh, an, inc- an incredible thing. And it is, like you said, it's a silly, <laughs> uh, you know, fictitious, but mm-hmm. based in reality, stupid, lovely thing that uh, uh, I think we've, we've talked about it in, in the past, but like it has the, the best moments of, uh, sports and the best moments of uh, entertainment all kind of jumbled together and when when it's not great it's the worst moments of those things and that's <laughs> that's but those, those that magic combination of like playoff sports uh and really good television well it's like those those are the things that keep us coming back yeah yeah it'd be like if like they let you like watch them make uh the wire and you got to cheer whenever they did something you liked in the show (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> um, yeah, there there does need to be more. Like it would be fun to to watch a sitcom or or, or a show and see the audience. Like yeah, if they didn't, know, like, if there was no, because like they do studio audiences at sitcoms, but that's yeah. all very managed. They tell people when to clap and and all that stuff. But if if they just had an audience and they were just left to their own devices and just cheered or booed for things that they liked oh. or didn't like during the show. Can you imagine uh, how many how how frustrated actors would be when <laughs> they're just like trying to say their lines and someone's just yelling out, "I love you, Kelsey Grammer." <laughs> well, Niles, well, CM Punk, CM Punk. <laughs> I don't know what a punk CM is. <laughs> um, They're just reacting to the crap. Yeah, that's... I mean, we have to cut this part of the show out because this is a great idea that we should make. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we've we've already trademarked this idea. So, guys, don't even try and don't steal it. bother. And if you try and steal it, we'll see you in the ring. <laughs> everybody loves raymond this Sunday. everybody <laughs> this monday night <laughs> ah. <laughs> king of queens versus everybody loves raymond king of the queens king uh. of the queens from parts unknown <laughs> kevin james <laughs> um, yeah so <laughs> We uh we've successfully uh, created a new genre of television in the yep. first five minutes of this podcast. This is what you're getting here, people. <laughs> it's it's un- unreal, unreal. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we uh, we definitely uh, are re- real fans. But uh, I think to 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 be a real fan, you kind of can't just have blinders on to 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 everything, and but also yeah. to really celebrate the the things that are done right and uh like like i said we're we're fans for a reason it's not just uh no one's forcing us to watch it (laughs) right brian right uh no um (laughs) sir uh yeah i think that's you know that is i i definitely think that part of the reason why we wanted to do this show the so many of our conversations as we've been working on stuff like this has been about the way the reasons why we like wrestling and the the ways that the angle that we come at it from is maybe different than what people's perception of wrestling fans are but i think that we want to show that there's a pretty sizable you know part of the wrestling world that isn't just you know the typical or like stereotypical view of wrestling fans um sure which i mean yeah i mean i i, I can't imagine what a non-wrestling fan thinks is is the stereotypical view of a wrestling fan you know like it's i'm sure it's yeah. not i'm sure it's not great i mean some some of the the like the avenues in which uh, we hope to go down in this podcast are i mean we we've successfully done some some twitch shows through the pandemic we had some real fun with the, the parts unknown brand um, and we kind of wanted to branch out into a podcast, and there, there's there's so much representation of wrestling in media, and and also media in wrestling. Um, there's a that fun crossover of uh, when when wrestlers or, or wrestling make make it 
to the mainstream and that's a, that's like a that's a real um what was a real novelty at the time mm-hmm. um we, we now live in in a world that sort of wwe is just another sort of global juggernaut brand that just yeah keep you yeah know. i mean the highest paid actor in the world is literally a professional wrestler <laughs> right right and and they they keep churning out uh hollywood stars and it it's 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 to to think about it back sort of when i started watching wrestling and then when you started watching wrestling to think about all this crossover to think about how many uh e entertainment shows and usa network shows that uh, wrestlers star in and reality shows that are just you know total divas and total bellas and all these different shows that that exist um and everyone's new favorite show roads to the top roads to the top um that's a i uh this is a, a true true story um my my wonderful husband loves is very supportive of my wrestling um intake but uh roads to the top was on and he was like i don't want to watch this show <laughs> This is my line. <laughs> this is the line. Another another one of these shows. <laughs> and you turned around and said, hey, nobody wants to watch this, okay? <laughs> I have to. It's I have to. It's, I don't know. I need to know the memes. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to watch this show. Um, Shit, uh, nobody wants to be in that show. It's... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Ricky Starks seems like he wants to be in the show. He very much wants to. He just wants to hang out with Brandy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's so there's just so much representation uh, currently, um, and it's they they are media they are media stars. Uh, it hasn't always been that way, and I think it's uh, it's fun to for us to go back and look at some of those those uh, those parts that folks played on, on in different movies and shows and. And then when um, sort of Hollywood and celebrities sort of crossed over into wrestling. Um, and that's just like one facet in which I think we're, we're going to focus on on the podcast. But it's uh, definitely a, a, a wrestling as an entity is a real media study. And I think yeah. that uh, we both really enjoy studying that media. Bingo. Bingo. A good turn of phrase. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, that's that's. Uh, <laughs> I think that's exactly what it is. It's it's a it's a a prism in which through which to view pop culture in many ways, but it's one of the weirdest forms of pop culture, and the ways that it intersects is fun and cool and also mostly weird. And yeah, I mean, just think about think about distilling pop culture in the world around you. Yeah, like distilling everything that's happening in the world, which that's what I mean. Wrestling, it's a it, they've done for a long time is taking things that are happening in the real world and then making it about uh, two people fighting each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but only the... to a point. On, like only up hey, to no, yeah. no, no one's no one's gonna no one's gonna kill each other like yeah. on purpose. Um, but like, yeah. It's like okay, you have a problem. 
the only way to solve that problem, this is a good lesson for you kids, is to pile drive your, <laughs> that person. Um, but only till he can't move for three seconds. For three seconds. And then after, and after that, it's done. If he can't move for more than three seconds, you've gone too far. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ideally, you want him moving at three and a half seconds. That's kind of the sweet spot. <laughs> Doctor, he's hasn't moved for four seconds. We're, we're... No! <laughs> Clear. Yeah. Jake the Snake, no! <laughs> oh, you DDT'd him too hard, Jake the Snake. <laughs> and now you're... Oh, Jake the Snake. And now you're letting a snake run over him? Oh, no, he's oh. up. It's been seven seconds. He's up now. He's <laughs> oh. But, That's... hey, you're cutting it pretty close there, Jake. <laughs> you could have pinned him twice, Jake the Snake. <laughs> what are you uh, doing? If he had gotten to 12 seconds, you're going to jail, pal. <laughs> Four wins in one match, Jake the Snake? <laughs> That's not right. You should be... Yeah. <laughs> so. So it's All, yeah. That's... None of none of that is that far removed from just real life, like professional wrestling. So that's that's yeah, where like, we're coming I mean, from. We're, we are joking about the you know all that, but sort of inherently that is the the like the rules. Yeah. Like, <laughs> don't make them not move for real for more than three seconds. Otherwise, there's a lawsuit. Yes. And also sometimes bury them in a casket. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes bury them. Uh, yeah. But but he'll be back next week. <laughs> he'll be back. Don't we're gonna as soon as you bury him in the casket, we'll let him out in the back. Yeah. Um. I mean, already it's. Uh, I mean, this podcast might just be us uh, figuring out why we shouldn't be wrestling fans <laughs> Tar- yeah. talking ourselves out of it <laughs> yeah yeah eventually to, to, yeah. towards the end of the podcast we're just gonna be like and the theater is where it's at uh, <laughs> yeah i mean that like an express goal for us was is to like have people that don't like wrestling or have never gotten into wrestling get into this show and kind of maybe get into wrestling in some way because of it right. and we're doing an absolute horrible job so far but we but, want, right. encourage you to bear with us because it this stuff is fun like it's 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 an absurd thing that is very very fun especially when you have friends that enjoy it with you right and what and one of the things we need to that i think we're doing is meeting people at their level a little bit you know so yeah i mean we're trying not to to scare you um with with this with this wrestling uh jargon and but also for wrestling fans that are listening like they get it they understand yeah, yeah. um you guys and know the, and the <laughs> ones the ones that don't get it and don't understand you know i don't then, know hmm. then yeah. hmm, hmm. <laughs> we still so want I, you to listen yeah, yeah yeah or just at least download it i don't know <laughs> Because it's still going over their head, you know. Yeah. But if you, yeah, if you have, you know, to that end, if you have questions or anything like that, or ha- you want to talk wrestling, hit us up on Instagram or right. ask a oh, question. Yeah. If we say something that you don't get or make a reference to something that you want to know more about, we're happy to talk to you about it. I'm sure we'll do a question segment as we 
as we go th- forward in the show once we yeah figure out how to answer our emails uh i think we'll yeah probably get that's, that. a, that's really tough like does everyone have the same password for emails i mean we definitely share a password uh oh yeah and a pin number um, oh and i've been using your social security number a lot lately too. wait this seems i don't yeah. like this at all but as long as as long as things are getting answered <laughs> that's fine with me <laughs> have you booked any shows for me Us? uh yeah but i'm gonna do them if that's oh right. <laughs> okay you want to yeah. borrow my glasses sure i, I actually do yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm very i mean we've we've been talking about this for a while i'm i'm very excited to to kind of dive in have have a forum much yes. to talk wrestling uh, every week uh you know and we, have some fun have play some games do some weird some, yeah. stuff we're gonna we're yeah. gonna have guests on we're gonna you know we got a lot of stuff planned i think uh hopefully people uh get a kick out of it because uh we certainly do <laughs> we yeah i mean <laughs> We, it's it, it is a show for us and then <laughs> and everyone else yeah sure uh um, should we kind of give people like a rundown of where we're coming you know we've talked a lot about like that we like wrestling why don't we talk about why and how we like wrestling sure yeah um do you want me to go first do you want me yeah. you want to go first yeah. all right uh for me wrestling has like always been uh present i think in my like cognitive life uh yeah. i have i have two older brothers uh we're all two years apart um, and we sort of grew up in the in the 80s and um i i think like my first real formative memories of of like watching a big wrestling event was wrestlemania four I, I like have vague memories of three but wrestlemania four mm. in ni- 1988 um which is the it was at uh, a a plaza <laughs> in in, <laughs> in atlantic city um that no longer exists and we will no longer speak exists. Of it. <laughs> yes a uh, one term plaza <laughs> <laughs> Um, hopefully one term plaza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one yeah consecutive. Hopefully, yeah. But uh, but yeah, that, uh, Macho Man. It was a tournament for the for the the world title. Macho Man Randy Savage uh, won that tournament. I just have like memories of that day. Uh, back in the day, those those pay per views would start uh at like four in the afternoon because I was like, why would yeah. I? How how would I remember that? And but those started earlier in the day. It was, it was four families, um, but yeah. So it was kind of a like a, fr- a brotherly, fraternal bonding thing. Was was watching wrestling, yeah. and uh, my my cousin used to live with us, and he was older, and he got us into uh, NWA, WCW wrestling. Just really like, uh, I started getting the magazines. He got the toys. And then I stayed a wrestling fan when everyone sort of dropped off a little bit, um, kind of in the in the in the lean times of, of wrestling <laughs> in the in the early '90s when it was kind of not so hot. And then 
And I really like stayed on. I got made fun of for watching it. You know, like I uh, told you the story before, but like I, I, I drew a picture of the Undertaker. <laughs> and, yes. <laughs> uh, I'll just have to take a photo of that and post it somewhere. But I drew a picture of the Undertaker for the WWF magazine, and uh, it took a while for it to like get published, and it got published my and when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> uh, so another another wrestling fan like who also you know like somehow was making fun of me yeah he but, really dogged you out like he saw his opportunity he was just like running down the hall and was like look and this is like i, I uh, admitted as billy smalley and it was like <laughs> oh billy from brockton and like i was like Sort of proud of it, but also then I was just like, now I have to not be proud of this thing. But, <laughs> but that's yeah, the, the day time, your the day your childhood died. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it really was. Um, I just remember like uh, friends of mine being like, or a friend like introduced me to someone who's like, he likes wrestling, <laughs> like, and like he like he's gay. And I'm like, oh, you don't even know the half of it. Yeah, okay. even- get ready, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, that's no, that's wild yeah oh yeah, yeah 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 both things are true technically but yeah they're not have nothing to do with each other you bigot but nobody wants to hear any true things about themselves in eighth grade <laughs> true just just blend in um yeah. that's all my friends used to when they would introduce me to new people be like this is brian he's fat <laughs> like don't <laughs> tell people that I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. They didn't do that. <laughs> oh, my heart ached for a second. I was like, <laughs> um, <laughs> those are not friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then I, like I stayed on and I like got when wrestling was really hot in like 97, 98, 99, 2000. Um, I was there and everyone's really into it and and I got to talk to people about it cuz people were back on board and but then I kind of went away in uh in yeah. my college years I think everyone sort of sort of does a little bit and uh found found my way back uh cuz at a certain point you start declaring the things about your you're just like oh I don't care I don't I don't care yeah. like yeah I love this thing, and I'm yeah. going to continue to to watch it. Um, uh, the entry point for a lot of people was, uh, I think, 2011 CM Punk, uh, 2013 uh, Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. Different, different, different moments that sort of brought brought people back, um, and then just the sheer amount that's on TV now, it's hard not to to, to love it, and. Yeah. The idea of the WWE network, like huge, huge, yeah. Just it's a you get. I mean, on any uh, for any platform, it was it's one of the most like if you're into a thing, it's one of the most inclusive platforms. Where it's just like, do you want to see all of the all of the shows (laughs) and all of the things, like everything that we've made? Do you want to see all of that? And we'll continue adding more content. Like I, it's nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, 
And it's not a commercial for the network, but it's like it's really no god a good no, thing. <laughs> no they ruined it. It's ruined now, but oh, for yeah, a while right. it was amazing. Uh, yeah, I think that yeah that just the idea of like hey, do you like this thing? Here's all of it at yeah. any time. Uh, was, hey, yeah. Do you your nostalgia as a kid? Like, do you wanna you wanna just relive some of that stuff and <laughs> and then also where we used to charge you. 30 40 50 60 dollars a month for a pay-per-view it's now just available for you just rolled in yeah okay all right you got it's me huge. you got me yeah yeah they're um they were geniuses for doing that uh and again huge morons for ruining it but <laughs> it's, it's still pretty good huge morons uh no, it uh, is now just if you don't like it's now part of peacock uh, which is NBC's streaming network. Uh, and for me, works out great because uh, I'm really just paying for Top Chef episodes, I tell myself, and then I just watch some wrestling whenever sure, yeah. I feel like. Oh, yeah. But really, it's Top Chef for me. <laughs> it's the big... <laughs> it's the Top Chef uh, streaming app. Yeah. And yeah. then they also have, you know, every... All of your wrestling. Do- every doink match. <laughs> <laughs> we're waiting for uh, those cross crossover episodes <laughs> oh my god yeah can you imagine <laughs> all of the top doinks show. competing on top chef <laughs> <laughs> oh man doink uh, the clown you're, you're talking about doink the clown yeah and, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no doink flay is a chef <laughs> He loves uh, New Mexico and chilies <laughs> and a big seltzer bottle that he sprays on other chefs. <laughs> You've ruined my recipe. Yeah, it's good. Now, those, so, those sound effects. <laughs> that's pro- I'm gonna I'm gonna put in real sound effects. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, and to hide my shame. <laughs> uh, so w- I guess like you're you've always kind of been mostly like wwe like i know yeah, you have like most... other stuff has mixed in too but that's been like the big i've yeah i was uh i've always kind of enjoyed a little bit of the underdog promotion but for 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 me it's really it's been wwe nwa wcw uh at, at a point there was like ESPN was showing wrestling uh, when I was a, mm. when I was a kid every on, in the afternoon at three o'clock and it was like uh, a, like a southern it was like global wrestling um, which I but it was just like I would read the magazines I would read uh, like not just the WWF magazines but like the they call them the after mags which were kind of uh, magazines that highlighted all, right. all of the all of the promotions happening um so i would get news and tidbits from from different different uh things but most mostly the main the, the mainstream available ones on tv I, I never really got into like tape trading and, and and doing all that stuff but um what about you, you i know you yeah were... so for me yeah i mean very similar very similar the way it started when i was you know when i was very young it was just like a big part of everything that happened there was like 10 10 or 12 like boys all like 
within kind of similar ranges like everyone's either my older brother's age or my age in our neighborhood and so we you know this was like you know 1990 is when we really started like I became conscious um and you know so we were all very very into it you know watch like we eventually you know convince like our somebody's parent to like let us order a pay-per-view and we'd all like pile into someone's basement and watch it you know the video game started to come out sega genesis the royal rumble game was huge for us um i've I've told you about this before but the first live event that i went to was like a wwf like house show um in at the worcester center not not a televised show yes yeah Yeah, just a just a, a live touring show uh and because the, the business used to be more about like touring in the live exactly, yeah. shows and now selling now, tickets in the, in the right yeah and now the business um, is more a tv business the yeah the business is mainly um getting money from saudi arabia <laughs> and to right. kidnap wrestlers uh the, for for tv yeah for tv's purposes yeah yeah, yeah. um but so that one that show that we went to is like burned in my mind. That was the first time I like really like fell in love with Bret Hart. Uh, mm, and it's right. been a huge, uh, his, I've, you know, the, the commercial that they used to show, uh, the rip off of the mean Joe green Coke commercial where he, Bret Hart gives his, gives a little kid his glasses was like etched in my brain. I got a pair of glasses that night from the merch stand, uh, and from then on, like literally, like my like to this day, I'm just like a huge part of my personality is that I like Bret Hart a yeah. lot, uh, and it's a weapon that my foes have used against me on many occasions. <laughs> 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 but you know, so I, it was the same, very similar deal. Like once I got into middle school, you know, people started falling off of like liking it. I stuck with it for a while, but eventually there was just no one to talk to about it and people start to make you feel really a uh, self-conscious uh and i had a lot of other things to feel self-conscious about too so i was like well i can't carry this okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is this can't be one of the things so i just it kind of you know i just dropped off um and i also think that you know the early 2000s the ruthless aggression era as it's known uh is just wasn't my cup of tea you know i've i've said i've said it before but once once the generation x won out in the culture war i was like i'm good i'm all set uh and i I walked away for a long time um but like you said pipe bomb promo got me back interested um cm punk yeah cm punk uh bill simmons talking about the the pipe bomb promo right, back when right. I liked sports uh, was w- what made me kind of peek my head back into it. And then, yeah, I went to a raw in Boston with my friends just cause they, somebody bought me a ticket and it was one of Jericho's returns to WWE. Oh, and that yeah. was awesome. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is, this, that was what we were talking about before. That was kind of the point at which I was like, I like this and it's not, nerdy and even if it was i don't care like this is fun i'm having fun i want to i want to dive back in and that was like yeah uh right around the network right around you know the yes movement 
I serve defy anyone to like. I mean, go go to a, a a televised event, and just in the first ten minutes. Yes. Like the opening. Yes. Like if you're not like, whoa, this is awesome. Yeah. That, like then may, there's there is a lot of like watching when you're at a, at, a, at a live event or a televised event. You're not hearing the commentary. You're just watching wrestling matches sometimes. Even I get bored sometimes. You're just like, okay, sure. like it's a three hour. But if you're not, if you if you're someone who's in, like maybe never been, it's go go at least once. Go at least once yes. to 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 a wrestling event. Go to an independent wrestling event. Like like yeah, I don't know. And that's actually the big. That's the big thing. So what really turned it on for me was a couple of years later in 2016. Uh, a friend of mine invited me to. Uh, an indie wrestling show uh, beyond wrestling uh, which is a a local promotion in massachusetts new england they do stuff all over but really they're based out of here they're weekly they have a weekly show now that runs in worcester where i live um so in 2016 i went to my first beyond show and that was completely that blew the doors open for me um because i wasn't i you know i wasn't familiar my only familiarity with wrestling had been like big time wwe wcw pop culture stuff i had never really like ha- even like peeked into that world of indie wrestling and it was just like unbelievable to me uh i just got super 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 duper into it um and it's kind of a similar deal of like when you go to a like a live wwe show if you go to an indie wrestling show if there's a good crowd like just in just what just just experience it for a little bit experience like what it's like find somebody that speaks to you find a wrestler that just like right you catches your eye and follow them like you know it's it's incredible it was just like unreal to me and that led me into like um a little very quick very shortly after that uh to get into uh new japan pro wrestling um because people like, yeah, you know, started listening to po- wrestling podcasts. People were talking about all the stuff that was going, you know, that's when you started to see, like, you would see like bullet club shirts kind of floating around right. before that. Um, and I started reading about, you know, like all the stuff that was going on and recognizing wrestlers that were coming over and stuff like that. Uh, and I watched wrestle kingdom 12, which is new Japan's kind of version of WrestleMania. It takes place usually like the first few days of january um the new it kind of starts the new year um with a huge event it's like in in like that just like locked it locked it in for me kind of very similar to how uh bret hart just like blew me away for mm-hmm. I, a reason i can't even really explain to this day i watched wrestle kingdom 12 and had an amazing time but uh tetsuya naito uh who is now my favorite wrestler uh current wrestler just had just an unbelievable uh match for uh an in- the intercontinental belt their intercontinental belt which has always been intercontinental championships are like that's where i'm at that's what those are my right like right. those are those my are people. wrestlers yeah uh, yeah and um yeah it's just been really like super into you know it, it it ebbs and flows sometimes depending on what's going on but you know it's uh it just really opened my open the my world of you know wrestling of of getting super obsessed with many different companies and now like 
just spending most of my time on the internet, like either yeah. reading memes or uh, breakdowns or reviews or listening to podcasts about what's going on in wrestling. But it's, I mean, it's, I mean that New Japan experience. I would, I would say, is probably akin to like your your world breaking open, open with new music, or like when you're just like, yeah, as as a kid, you're like, oh, I like this thing that's on the radio because that's what that's what I have access to, and then you find like who that artist was inspired by, and then you kind of like it go just really, off. yeah, you start to see like, oh my god, there's a whole other like thing out here and i think too like so it's live in japan i watched it live so that means i it started at two o'clock in the morning and i just right, right. stayed up all night watching this wrestling event and like was just like so like yeah this is this is this is what i'm looking for you know yeah yeah uh and it's been yeah pretty pretty incredible and it's just like they have like japan in, in general with pro wrestling has such a amazing history and you know the way that they inter it intersects with like american wrestling or north american wrestling in really amazing ways uh it's it's very fun and fascinating and it's just all it's just a t it's so much more stuff to learn about you have all this you know all these like wrestlers where you're like oh i recognize that guy he was in wcw for like two months and right like, right wasn't you know what didn't they kind of like he, like they made it seem like he sucked but he's like a legendary he's awesome. champion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. uh, so yeah that's what you know that's where i'm at these days i think uh we the two of us get a huge kick out of what's going on in AEW. they've been doing an yeah. amazing job i think yeah. wwe is still fascinating uh I mean, it's it's never not been fascinating. It's like yes, it's just just because it is the like, I mean, I like Disney movies. I like yeah, I like Marvel movies. Like they they are they are that's what they're akin to in in that world where it's like they they are producing for a a global audience. They're producing for they're producing for everyone. And yes. Sometimes artists who produce for everyone produce shitty art, but also sometimes they produce really catchy, yeah. awesome tunes. You know, like yeah. it's like it's, that's a yeah, that pe is, yeah. People, people, you know, talking about middle school, people, you know, talked a lot of shit about Hanson when we were in middle school. But uh, guess what? Mbop fucking smacks <laughs> Still. I, I mean if you want to if you want to call them a boy band they are the best boy band for sure uh, like, of the, like yeah. they're they're the most they, they they have the most and in very uh, in very similar ways a lot of stuff that wwe at it did at the time or does in the moment may seem like silly or you know whatever but then you know you look back on it years later and it still like resonates you know right right uh i you know there's a reason there's a there's a reason why john cena is one of, still one of the most popular halloween costumes uh in the world and there's also a reason why he's in huge movies like he's fun to watch and even all the stuff that like a lot of people hated throughout the years is super fun to watch and really fun to like 
talk about. What's what's the what's the generic name on that Halloween costume package? <laughs> Invisible man. <laughs> yeah, don't see me guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, Yeah, no, it's absolutely like the, there's there's it th- things will things will hold up even at at the time you're like, "Well, that's not what that's that's not cool." And and we've talked about this a lot, and I, I think this is a really important point to make that wrestling has really never been cool. You know, like <laughs> it, like it, it 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 was a time in the late '90s where it was like with Stone Cold Steve Austin, it was at probably at its height that like you know financially and and like viewership, um, and Kind of spoke to uh, that 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 demo, that male demo, eighteen of forty nine demo that is like the most coveted, um, which also is problematic. You know, I think it, like sure. that's if that's <laughs> the only demo, if that's the it's only male demo that you like, um, it kind of creates this sort of toxic uh, uh, <laughs> environment. But at, at a time that w- it was like that was really striking a chord. And you could argue that that was cool, but I mean, you, upon further research, yeah. you look back and you're like, so like, I think wrestling fans are always looking for a, like the cool thing and like the cool guy and the cool group. And then it's like, it's really, really never been the cool thing. Like, yes. And as a lifelong fan, I can attest to that. Like it's never been the cool thing. So let's stop, let's stop kind of looking for that and just kind of embrace a little bit of what, how silly yeah. things can be embrace, uh, you know, things will strike a chord and you're like that, that was awesome. That was like, but you know, objectively not cool, not cool. <laughs> it never will be Stop. Yeah. We, we need to stop trying to make it happen and just, enjoy what is cool and fun about it in its own specific way like right right uh find like find the weirdest stuff but like find the just the it just whatever is like fun to watch like you know i just i have a fun time watching wrestlemania i just get excited for it i love to do it uh I love it. Like I've been to WrestleMania. You've been to a WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the most, it was one of the most amazing experiences of my life. Uh, and, but also just like sitting at on my couch and watching it is one of the most fun nights of the year. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, like I, it is, uh, I mean, this past year they did, they did two nights, which yeah. I think is a great format. Like it, have a weekend like it's for me it's ordering some pizza it's it's sitting you know just having some folks over you know when you can through the pandemic maybe not you couldn't do that but uh watching uh, you know sometimes a seven hour event like that's (laughs) like what where where else what else is doing that what else is where else in sports or entertainment are you like Oh, this live event for seven hours. Besides, it's great. It's, it's yeah. They're like it's the only that, thing that's... it's that in the Jerry Lewis telethon or the <laughs> the two. 
you know, in, in, yeah, WrestleMania can't reach the heights of excitement that the Jerry Lewis telethon did. But, right. Uh, but you know, it's it's a close second. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's, I mean, it the the comparable thing is the Super Bowl. But even if you love the Super, I love the Super Bowl. But like the Super Bowl is just the same. It's the same two teams for the whole time. And if the game sucks, then that's it. Yeah. wrestling it's like at t- t- at most 25 minutes later you're getting something new uh and that's great i love that it's it's so fun as the big to me uh my favorite thing as far as like like televised wrestling uh is uh the royal rumble royal rumble absolutely like, it's the most fun it's so fun uh, the last like few, not last year, like the last couple of years, but before that, the f- three years before that, there's a, like a Marine Corps League bar in Worcester that a friend of mine like bartended at. And so everyone would just go there. Like there would just be like a couple hundred people packed in there and just like gambling on it, like just getting yeah. into betting oh, yeah. pools on it. And yep. like they had the big like bingo roller for like, like, it's just you know amazing people freaking out watching it on a huge projector uh it's just there's nothing there's nothing like i went i went to the 2011 the Mm. boston royal rumble and that was the first time in which that that sort of gambling thing happened i went with four 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 of us uh some other comedians and we all like we we didn't we drew lot lots so like i know i if someone had one then they had five and then they had nine and then they had yep. like so that was the most fun just watching it's that so big, fun like, yeah knowing knowing what numbers you have and this was the this was the royal rumble so the royal rumble is usually 30 men this yes. is the year that they went for 40 40 yeah 40 40 wrestlers every minute or minute and a half coming out and uh just that knowing getting getting a wrestler that you know is not going to win you're like oh man like, <laughs> but then and, getting but like someone... wildly cheering for them anyways <laughs> oh absolutely yeah yeah the royal rumble is i think the, the most accessible uh event for 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 all fans it's for, always for, how like if somebody want like is gets interested in wrestling or i'm trying to convince somebody to, to like get into wrestling it's always what i you, like i just like now let's go watch the royal rumble like that's how you get people into it um yeah actually a, a few my so my older brother casey um he's always you know he like when we were little liked wrestling he's always been very like supportive of my love of wrestling um but in like 2018 i was like oh this is i'm i'm really i'm making i'm making a heavy push for him to like wrestling uh so we went to the marine corps league for the royal rumble we got into pools that was the year that oscar won the women's royal rumble correct i'm not yes for was that the first women's royal rumble i'm i couldn't yeah so uh we got into the pools he uh it was you know obviously it's by by number um because you don't know who when someone's going to come out so i you know he pulled it's a late number i don't i don't know if it was 30 but um 
you know, the later on in the match, if you, if you get a later number, a higher number, then your odds are better. Uh, and he, so when Asuka came out, I love Asuka. I was very excited. He was like, cool. We're, we're, we love Asuka. Like we're getting into it. And then she won and he won a bunch of money and we we're like, yeah, like this rules. Like we we're having such a blast and we we're having so much fun. And then he came to WrestleMania with me. We went to new Orleans, uh, to go see our little brother who lives down there and went to yeah. WrestleMania. And I was like, we're just, I was like, just, we're just like, just lean into it. Just pick, pick like a wrestler, get into it. He picked the new day uh, as a whole. R- amazing. Sure. And he, he yep. bought a light up unicorn horn and wore it the whole time. Uh, and we just like had a, had a blast, uh, had an amazing weekend. And then he came to in the summertime, beyond wrestling they're a big event is called american rana he came to that with me and we had just had like an incredible uh like just a, a like an amazing night uh the lucha brothers uh wrestled lax eyfbo now known oh, wow. as proud and powerful it was one of the best matches i've ever seen in my life and we were standing at the corner uh, like the ring post like right up there and just like uh, nothing better nothing better so like that was like 2018 was like the year and like th- you know now he texted me the other day he lives in dallas he's working at, like helping his buddy open a comedy club and i don't even think i told you this he texted me the other day he's like hey you know this guy lance archer and i'm like yeah i know who lance archer is the the murder hawk monster yes of course i know who that he's like oh yeah. yeah he's been hanging out at the bar lately we're like oh wow. friends <laughs> so he's like now like he you know he's not super in but he's like in the like he's into wrestling in a very specific way and it's because of the royal rumble i 100 because that royal rumble was so fun is, is what this the, is this the way in which you and i get to meet jake the snake the Ro- jake, jake the snake roberts oh, oh and also don't forget minoru suzuki who, who is uh, oh, oh yeah know, his currently his tag team partner lance archer is in suzuki goon suzuki's stable in new japan yeah i was absolutely losing my mind when he <laughs> texted me <laughs> yeah lance archer is cool and like uh has cr- insane an insane haircut uh yes and yes is friends with jake the snake roberts it's yes we're gonna be fr- we're gonna and we're gonna be comedy clubs he'll love us <laughs> he'll love us i'm sure he'll love our comedy um are very I think, relatable yeah, I, to him comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, I think that that's I mean, those stories of like of someone going to it, like, like we're saying, go to a live event and, and see it and, and just, just latch on and, and just en- yes. enjoy it. Um, those are, those are formative memories for me. Just like, go, like I, my, the WrestleMania that I went to was WrestleMania 11. Like, uh, for Connecticut it was not a big, it was before <laughs> it was before it was a big deal uh I mean it, it was I should say it was in a, a point in which it was no longer a big deal before it became a huge <laughs> yeah. deal yes uh, in a lull I think it's what the, a lull, a lull. yes yes uh but I have formative memories of of going to uh I went in 93 94 95 like Ninety three, I went to a Survivor Series. Ninety four, I went to a Royal Rumble. Ninety five, I went to WrestleMania, all with my best friend at the time, Nick Cummings, uh, and like, we that was my wrestling buddy, and like we yeah. just like 
my dad took us to one his dad took us to the other my dad took us to the like it just was like there was to to have those be the first major like major events and those are three of three of the big four at the time you know um those yeah uh those those moments and 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 sort of remembering and i i told you this story before but in the, the survivor series that i went to if you if you we'll get it we'll get it on this podcast but if if you go to the doink match there was the four doinks um who actually were just a, two other tag teams dressed up like doink um men on a mission was coming out and they the, their introduction uh they're you know they're they're their thing is that they they rap and they dance and uh and the the manager was rapping and he's like asked her, you know anybody somebody everybody scream and then it cuts to me uh and my friend nick like just fucking geeking out as much as like, <laughs> we can holding it holding a giant soda and just screaming my head off um but that was my first uh <laughs> Little first Billy time on Smalley. TV. Yeah, little Billy Smalley first time on TV. Um I got to like see that months later when the VHS came out <laughs> yeah. and I rented it and I was like, Holy shit, that's yeah. me. Um yeah. and I told you this I told you that we were in my friend Jeff's basement watching that and absolutely also losing our minds at the prospect of four doinks. <laughs> oh, at the prospect of seeing me. Yeah, we were like, Oh my god, that's that kid from brockton <laughs> he's he's so good at drawing the undertaker <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean i was really good at drawing the undertaker um, i can't i can't wait to go find that and realize how bad i was at drawing the undertaker <laughs> yeah when's the last time you you saw it uh i actually i did a show uh uh, uh local friend of ours a comedian ken reed um ken reed. he was doing a show at the time and, and you sort of kind of excavated some some <laughs> old you were selling stuff you were selling uh it was an auction where you sold stuff uh and i was trying to sell some some wrestling memorabilia of mine Hell yeah. <laughs> nobody bought it <laughs> that's <laughs> that's fucked <laughs> I was selling a pair of pants that I wore. <laughs> I I don't even. Want, we'll we'll talk about this another time. Like we'll bring Ken I, on to to do an oral yeah. history of this. <laughs> sure. Um. Yeah. No. But uh, I I do have that magazine in a in a bin somewhere. I'll, I love I'll, it. I'll take a photo <laughs> and send it. Um. We'll share it on our socials. <laughs> yes, on our social media. And then we'll ask uh, people to draw pictures of the Undertaker as well everybody a good idea yeah draw us your best picture of the undertaker oh, what a, what a great to, idea yeah to us on instagram <laughs> <laughs> parts unknown wrestling on instagram i'm and, gonna uh, ask specifically one person rick canavan uh if you're listening to this please rick please please, please draw us as the undertaker <laughs> yeah uh you're up there in the woods in maine we know you're just sitting in the cabin yeah. <laughs> drawing pictures of other people draw pictures of us damn it yeah um but yeah i mean we there's i think that's the 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 fun thing that about this 
podcast yes. we get, we're, we'll be doing this a lot and kind of like there's there are so many like uh uh tactile memories that are associated with yeah. certain uh wrestlers obviously you know you know certain events uh certain times you know like i have i have like I, it was almost ritualistic uh for me watch uh monday nights you know like i would like yeah yeah I st- like uh when i was younger uh it was you know like a product of a divorced household and my mom would work late and like but i would like make myself pasta and i would like it's just like i have this like yeah these like memories of like eating that on monday nights and then getting into <laughs> starting watch wrestling it's like it's the I used to have um, to at our like our house. I have I have three brothers. Um, we only had one TV with cable in the house, and so in the living room. So like it was a set. I had to sell, like watching wrestling at any given point. And most times it didn't work. I very often didn't watch Raw. Like uh, I like had to pick it up from either people talking about it at school or like watching the recap shows or like watching the recaps on uh on a pay-per-view once it happened like i'd have to follow the angles through like other sources unless i could somehow watch uh, an episode like yeah go to my friend's house and be able to stay out until raw was over was like wild uh or i could yeah if no one else had anything to watch like i could be like we should it's a big one (laughs) yeah steve austin is so mad at mr mcmahon (laughs) Uh, he's not gonna be mad next week he's only no he might not week. be it might yeah he might be uh he might be fired he could be fired tonight like, <laughs> um <laughs> i have i have that same sort of uh memory of uh, my brother calling like he, he called things you know like, calling watching monday night football like on mondays yeah just calling it for for the foreseeable future and i just remember like and i think this was this was like around the time in which raw was starting so it was like primetime wrestling before before raw so like i used to want to watch that but it wasn't as kind yeah. of must see tv as 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 a live show once that started kind of really uh setting in uh, i i there's not a time in which i don't remember not being able to watch raw but there was i do remember early on Damn. kind of having to you're so lucky figure. i wish my parents got divorced earlier <laughs> <laughs> oh man but yeah i mean i yeah. like it's those uh those those times those they're so locked into my brain uh the people that you want like even recently like yeah. talking about the indie thing like i give a huge shout out to my friend my friend alex southie she's the one that got me to my brought me to my first beyond show got me into indie wrestling and like just some of the best times i've ever had we're just like standing in a very small venue with a lot of very like crazy people just yelling at wrestlers and my favorite thing trying to like when you when you can get right up to the ring 
and trying yep. to make them laugh like while they're yeah. uh, <laughs> one of my favorite moments of all time uh, we're at electric haze which is a tiny little bar in worcester a hookah bar that they uh did beyond shows at for a while is the best the best wrestling events i've ever been to in my life though it was not big enough the ring was up against a brick wall um uh, oh my god so, like, so like Those they could three they they couldn't run the ropes in one direction because oh it would hit the wall but they also did i saw uh donovan dijack throw a guy off a brick wall uh one oh. time. just inc- just incredible work they did in this tiny ass room um but one time keith lee was wrestling uh one of one of my favorites and he was like you know uh taking a blow in the corner like per- like he was knocked out somebody like slammed him and he was like laying in the corner and he was like uh, knocked out and somebody was like yelling and i just went shh he's sleeping and keith lee laughed at it <laughs> and <I was> like, <laughs> got him that's the funniest i've ever been <laughs> and i've never and i've never that like he he just like turned and looked at us and laughed and i was like yeah yeah i'm 32 years old <laughs> the height of hilarity to me <laughs> oh man yeah that's incredible it that's was incredible the best. yeah i mean well i'm gonna uh uh I'm going to the AEW event uh, that's coming up. Yeah, uh, and I got to got to go to the the first one that was in Boston, and uh, when they fir- when they first started their Dynamite show. Yeah, um, I believe it, it was like two two or three weeks into it, and it was the second ever second episode. AEW. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. and we got uh, these like incredible seats that were like fifteen twenty bucks. Uh, they were incredible to me because they were. I was like, it's they're right near the stage, and mm-hmm. the the announcer booth. Like it was offset from the ring, but like that's where that's what that that's where it's at. Like that's I mean, the yeah, that's where you want to be. Yeah, I can still see the ring, but but uh, um, being able to like see and like signal to Tony Schiavone and Jim Ross and have them acknowledge it. But I'm excited because I got the same seat oh, for yes. this event i paid a lot more this time for, for sure for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh but uh it's just it's cool to to i mean the aw event was you know for i didn't i honestly did not know a lot a lot of the folks and the wrestlers and like you kind of, it's a, a new company with brand new wrestlers and i'm, I'm excited to to go and and see the, the like maturation of of some of those guys yeah and but uh, yeah it's gonna yeah. be um ama- it's gonna be uh i imagine amazing to be in that room and see because it, yeah there's a lot of the when you were there the last time a lot of people were still in the indies um <clears throat> and now have become legitimate wrestling stars uh in that company and i think it's gonna be pretty phenomenal i'm jealous yeah. I think this is a good transition because uh, it, it, it does uh, bleed into um, what, what Brian and I uh, wanted, wanted to do on, on this show is uh, every week uh, present our Slammy Awards to, to, to people and to things that have happened and to concepts and ideas. But... Uh, we're we're spelling so the Slammy Awards is a WWE uh, event that they they hold in different forms over the years, 
We're spelling slammy S L A M M M Y with yes. three M's. Legally not, distinct. It's a different not the thing. same thing. Yeah. Uh, at a certain point, when you're like writing cursive, you can't even tell how many, how many, how many bumps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, like M's just become so it doesn't even matter. Like, but it's different. Yeah. It is. Yeah. They're different. giving out the awards for the best wrestlers of the year we're giving out the best awards for the best wrestlers of the week so it's so right right they don't do a week they don't do a (laughs) weekly slam me award yeah yeah. they're kind of biting off us when you think about it they are biting us (laughs) off (laughs) um but yeah uh that uh aw sort of triggered uh what my first award is going to be yeah so so i mean we're we're going to present a couple couple you know a few awards uh each week um for 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 the the things that we like and things or the things we don't like um but uh my slammy award my first slammy award this week is uh uh best song that is going to fuck up my Spotify year-end list. Like, I, I, I'm actually being mindful now of how often I'm playing the song. Because I'm like, <laughs> this is going to be the top song on my Spotify list for the year. And, yeah. and, and then it's going to be like, what? What? <laughs> but I, I can't stop playing... Uh, uh, Jungle Jungle Boy Jack Perry's <laughs> theme song, yep. Ta- Tarzan Boy by Baltimore, which God is, is so good. Like, if you, you if you're listening, you're like, what? what I've, I've never heard this wrestling theme song. You absolutely yeah, yeah. <laughs> have heard this wrestling <laughs> yeah. theme song. It's in every movie about <laughs> uh, uh, a a jungle kid who like. Surprisingly, it was a lot of those movies in the 90s where it's just like this person or this guy or this kid from the jungle is now living in society. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Whoa. He Tim doesn't Allen's know what a taxi like, is. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to spear that taxi. Um, he thinks a taxi's yeah. food. <laughs> uh, yes. A one, uh, just uh, in a, also in a, a very... Uh, uh, formative to me was featured a lot in the advertisements for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three Turtles in Time like or no yeah not Turtles right. in Time that was a video game Teenage Mutant no, Ninja uh, Turtles three the 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 where they where they go to feudal Japan uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> you love you love Japanese turtles it's you, love you know Japanese that's, wrestling <laughs> yeah. Japanese Ninja Turtles yeah um, I love the Last Samurai with Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that uh that's my that's my i it's I, I lo- so good part of the reason why i'm going to aw uh is i mean I, i'm gonna be really upset <laughs> if they're not on the show uh they have to have be a, they have yeah to i mean i have a feeling in, in, in some way that they'll be on the show but like i'm i will be i'm very excited uh just just for that moment alone uh i i i i love i like the crowd is so into it now it's it's like 
Uh, Marco Stunt is the when he's up on the ropes and just waving his hands <laughs> to to it. I, I'm 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 all I'm all in on on it the, rolls. It's on, yeah. on that song. And You're gonna be is. fine too. It's they're 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 feuding with the super click. They're not gonna blow that feud off before. November oh no, 4th. no 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 no. Yeah. And they're I mean even if they're on a, a dark match or what like they're they're, they're gonna play it. it It'll be played. They um, know where their bread's buttered. They're playing that theme absolutely. song. <laughs> absolutely. Um, My. I mean, th- that. I just want to. Th- yes. I mean, how how incredible that song is! Like, watch the debut of it on YouTube, and you'll hear like the announcers like geeking out. Like one of the announcers, Taz, is just like he like goes insane that. They got the rights to this song, yeah. basically, and, and that is now his theme song. <laughs> um, it's really, yeah, I, I'm I'm really digging that uh, they are, AEW is is getting rights to certain songs, yeah. to, for for certain guys. Do they hold? Do they hold more licenses for like uh like actual released music for than WWE ever has <laughs> combined? Oh yeah, I mean yeah, I mean it's, it's like. Pre- previously released music like yeah that. i mean like you have yeah. you have baltimore you have obviously cult of personality for cm punk right. you have the pixies for the orange pixies. cassidy right. uh i know i'm missing a few there's a there's there's other ones that, oh ruby soho ruby soho um, wild wild thing wild uh, thing <laughs> yeah 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 they yeah i mean it, it's i mean it, it harkens back to an, an older time in wrestling before music rights <laughs> i think were a thing uh but uh, wrestlers used to, you know, like I remember the Road Warriors coming out to Iron Man. Yeah. I remember, uh, I mean, a, a lot of, I mean, a lot of wrestlers would come out to like uh, sort of uh, uh, free properties, uh, older classical music and stuff like that. I mean, Ric Flair, two thousand one, um, but Macho Man, Macho Man, uh, Pomp and Circumstance, Jerry the King Lawler. Uh, uh, Mr. Perfect, yeah. Uh, Even all these Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson, right, right, yeah. Light of the Valkyries, but yeah. Uh, I'll focus back in on on Tarzan Boy. Listen to it. I, mean, I don't know. If, uh, I don't know if we'll get away with uh, playing a snippet of it. Like, we'll drop in a clip. We'll put a clip in right here. Yeah. Oh my god, that was so good! Wow, wow. Uh, my actually first slammy is very uh, thematically appropriate um, because uh, my uh, slammy award for um, she didn't have to go that hard uh, goes to Jade Cargill, uh, who is uh, killing it lately they're setting her up for to be the first uh tbs champion i think yeah uh, and i'm i'm excited about that but her her entrance music is so insanely good and it's the it's the the flip side of the coin it is created for her right uh, i'm wearing my jim johnston shirt today uh i also have a huge appreciation for in-house production uh of um entrance music but her song i don't know if you've noticed it it's like 
it's very Rihanna esque. Uh, sure. It's got a yeah. killer uh, guitar riff in it, and I've just, uh, I literally have been listening to it just, uh, in, just in the wild, uh, because I love it so so much. It's it's been destroying me lately. I, I really love it. Yeah, I mean, they, the there's two sides of, of the AEW. Uh, Jade Cargill is also an AEW. Yes. And, yes. Uh. uh great great uh, female wrestler but there's two sides of the coin right now is where they're really killing it with their entrance music and then there's kind of a, a, a there's a big section of folks that are just kind of getting some generic <laughs> yeah. generic similar similar theme songs but that I mean wwe does the same thing uh there's a, a you know go back to any era after like the especially after 2000 couldn't distinct you couldn't distinguish some of those songs from from each other like they're just no like, and i think there's there's probably a certain uh purposefulness to it like if there's not an inspiration or anything like obvious then it's probably better just to kind of be all of the same milieu but it certainly does make um not only their license in aw their licensed music stand out but when uh, uh a theme is so good like this one just like oh wow uh i kind of feel the same way about mjf's theme where it's so like perfectly suited to him Mm. uh that uh i really get a huge kick out of it and um i mean a lot of even like some of the top wrestlers in the company like anybody in the elite i'm just kind of like oh yeah they're all it it all makes sense but right yeah it it doesn't uh doesn't blow me away yeah you're not going oh that i can't wait to hear the young bucks theme yeah but jade cargo i will have been playing in this under (laughs) under all of this talking probably yeah yeah. uh i will drop it in but it's uh they're not they're not gonna sue us they were just advertising for them (laughs) yeah so i i have my next uh award my next slam me three m's uh award um talked about it before i'm gonna bring it up uh you and i have talked about it before i'm gonna bring it up uh i i I want to get this this out here um still all on board uh it's my when worlds collide award um for the wwe and american gladiators this this combination is happening uh i'm it's like taking it's taking my Saturday afternoons from my childhood <laughs> and just jamming them together. And I don't know. I don't think there's. I don't know. I don't know if there's like a, 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 a another example of that where it's like, um, it's like crossover thing where it's taking these two nostalgic things that I really liked as a kid, hold dear. And been like, all right, now WWE is gonna make American Gladiators with WWE wrestlers. <laughs> it's, it's, I like it's it's when when they announced that, I was like, this is the most perfect idea. Like, it's, yes, it, 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 there's why why did we have other gladiators ever? Yeah, I mean, hey, Blazer was fine, but like Blazer. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> 
or whatever the hell those guys are named. <laughs> oh, it's Blazer. It's Tunic. It's. <laughs> oh man! Here comes Cardigan. Uh... <laughs> um... He's he's a devil in the joust. <laughs> Cardigan. Um. Yeah, I mean, it it's just insane that it wasn't already the thing. I mean, there should have we uh, like it, there should have been more crossovers in general. Sting looked like an American Gladiator back before yeah. he became the Crow. Um, right, with the spiked hair, he was. I mean, there was he looked like Hawk's brother. Yeah, know, exactly. You know? Yeah, yeah. And it's been my long-standing uh, uh, theory that um, the Undertaker drove Gravedigger in monster trucks. That's I right. Think that's one hundred percent true. Uh, no one can convince me that's not true. Uh, it, yeah, I mean, there should be more. There should have been more crossover all the time. I love when they do it now. They're so they're that's so smart. When they came, they came out a couple years ago with action figures of the Ninja Turtles as WWE wrestlers, uh, right? And now they have uh, He Man wrestlers. It's just it's just smart business but also this is going it's going to be a good show it's going to be so much better as a show because of how they're doing it right i mean the, the there there's no i mean the production value on american gladiators was great was fine but like nobody does production value better than wwe it's true um and like i'm i'm just really interested in it's it's a great way to get wrestlers who are not being utilized yeah. over and like you go like give give guys a chance to and then have occasionally have a roman reigns come in and like, like oh yeah get, like a bit yeah like oh we're we're gonna shut this guy down and then they right you're yeah. almost almost like video game boss level kind of thing where it's like yeah you, i mean you i guess the only drawback is you maybe expose certain guys who are supposed to be monsters and like uh that was the fun thing about watching american gladiators would be like occasionally there's just there was there was gladiators who were just really bad at certain events and it was just like <laughs> like i malibu uh was this like kind of surfer dude and that that event cannonball where they would like just kind of swing into them on yeah. a pedestal and malibu never like he's this like jack dude, all these muscles, just could never stay on. He just <laughs> constantly just almost like they were like uppercut shots from people on these ropes and just like knocking him with his pad uh, clear off. It was, yeah, it was incredible. But it's, yeah, yeah that's, it's that's, that, there is that part of it. There's you know there's that always that danger. Um, but they, I mean. There's a lot of I think it's different these days. I think most wrestlers are more actually strong and fit than maybe even sure. the gladiators were back in the day. Like there's much less but, there's not bro, zero, but there's much less steroids happening. Throw, throw a ricochet into some of those events and let him just yeah. out outwork anybody. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be and then he, you know, there's gonna be times where like they'll have they'll throw Titus O'Neill in there and he'll be chasing somebody and then he'll just fall and slide under part of the slide. set. <laughs> slide forever. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be good. Um, 
our truth will be amazing on American Gladiators. Are you kidding me? He'll like sometimes come in and just be a contest. Like he'll just be- think he's one of the contestants. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be it'll be the best. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited for it. That's a great, it's a great slammy. When you uh, when you said that crossover, uh, I was trying to think of the names of the uh, He Man uh, WWE crossover things. Uh, a friend of mine sent me a photo, and it's the Skeletal Warrior, <laughs> who's the Skeletor and Ultimate Warrior, and Macho Man at Arms. So, <laughs> it's really, really incredible. So much more clever than the actual He Man. <laughs> yeah, like, right. They're just like, um. This guy, he is pretending to be somebody. Yeah, he's Faker. That's his name. He's, he's Faker. faker. <laughs> guy's covered in moss. He's Moss Man. Moss Man. <laughs> this guy's a real stinker. He's Stinkor. <laughs> Absolutely. That's how you know they were just like. We're a toy company making a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. Just, just buy them, idiots. <laughs> I mean, that that's, I mean, to a certain extent, that's sort of what the Ninja Turtles became, where you're like, all the all the third tier guys, yeah. guys that you would buy. And oh, like, I didn't what? need Detective Donatello, who's just <laughs> dressed like he's going to flash somebody. <laughs> 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 oh it's My- <laughs> it's fel it's felony donatello <laughs> oh he's going around all his neighbors and letting him know he lives in the neighborhood <laughs> as he's legally obligated to uh yeah uh, this time this time he's not wearing a belt that's the only that's <laughs> that's how you know he's naked <laughs> he's not wearing his <laughs> he's got his headband off his face mask. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Wait, you're there, a turtle? There's children around. <laughs> uh, yeah, I always love that. Um, my uh... my next slammy, uh, it's a it's it's not as fun as the other ones. Uh, but uh, my slammy goes to uh, Reggie Parks, who's uh, a legendary belt maker, wrestling championship belt maker. Uh, he passed away this week. Um, yeah, I just want a spoiler. I I have the wing, winged eagle award. That's, that's perfect. That's, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's slamming that I that was the next one I was gonna say. Just uh, one like uh, again. You, I told you before. I'm an intercontinental guy, and that is my favorite intercontinental belt of all time. The one he he created. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that the the winged eagle. The you know, it's just just an unreal. Uh, and people complain a lot, now a lot. I feel like a lot of the uh, some of the the minutia of wrestling is complaining about belt designs these days. But mm-hmm. to an extent, it's true that the belts looked better back back then. Uh, yeah, and he was uh, a big uh, big part of that. He did a uh, pretty incredible work. It's not like I'm I'm not a, a I'm not a car guy, but I, I like I feel like it's there's like a something there where it's like classic cars looked better like there's something about the the design and the craftsmanship and versus the like the ability to i mean the the intercontinental belt after his was just i mean you, you can't even compare the two yeah. like the, the, 
the Attitude Era inter- intercontinental belt was really, really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I mean, I think uh, belts hold a spe- like a special place in in a lot of wrestling fans' hearts. Um, yeah, they. It's a, yeah, it's a, like probably thirty five percent of wrestling fans carry belts to events now. Uh, they have like which full is also replica. part of like maybe the over the oversaturation of the thing where you're like this this thing looks stupid and you're like yeah because they had to it yeah, yeah, yeah. on every everyone yeah. and and now the the belt quality like I mean you I, I marvel at that because I'm like oh man as a kid. I could have had the belts that folks have now. It's like, crazy. Yeah. It's really cool. And it's it's yeah. uh it's but but also it, it, it does lend itself in, in a similar way to a lot of things where it's like you oversaturate a thing and, yeah. and uh you know folks in, in the wrestling uh, by all accounts, I mean if you listen to a lot of interviews with behind the scenes folks they don't care about belts, really. They, no. I mean, they don't like. It's like it's it's not as important to them as it is to uh, to a, a section of fans where it's like the belt has to look so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy how like I mean they care like they these guys are they carry them with like the company doesn't care enough to like protect the the actual physical belt. If you're the champion. Despite the fact that this is a made-up uh, thing that you didn't actually like wrestle away from somebody else, you carry it. To. You yeah. you have to bring it everywhere, and if you lose it, you lost it, and they have to figure like, that out. Yeah, I mean Chris Jericho, lot like someone stole the stole, AEW yeah. belts. Yeah, from... I mean it's it's it and it's funny how that like their their yeah their the attitude is always that we don't care about them and we don't you know. But then the biggest issue arises when they think that they're going to take the belt to another company, uh, like walk away with it, uh, that you'd think that they would be a little bit more secure with them. But it's pretty amazing how, like, the belt is the belt. They switch them out when they need to, but, like, the belt is actually the belt. And it's they're pretty amazing pieces of hardware. I don't know if you've ever, like, held any like even like a like uh i so uh anthony green who is uh on aw a little bit now now yeah. he was in nxt um but he's a he's a big indie guy in the northeast and uh, like i've met him a few times like enough to be friendly with at like events and stuff and he was holding a czw belt or something at the time well i can't remember which title it was but we were talking and he just handed me he just put the belt over my shoulder and was like he's like you carry this for a while and it's great like this is like a very small town time regional championship and it was an impressive piece of hardware (laughs) like it's heavy it's well made uh these the people that make belts legitimately they are incredible craftsmen that do amazing work and uh they're cool as hell i mean i understand why yeah. people buy them it's one the one area of wrestling stuff that i haven't gotten into is actually like diving belts. into buying a replica belt but i also do believe that if it's you know it's it's been like a, a meme i think but if you carry a belt around you should 
be willing to defend it at any point. Somebody should be able to challenge you for that belt. Uh, I just, I think that's real. We, uh, one of the shows that I, that I, I work on old school game show, um, uh, trivia, the game, you know, it's a game show. And we had someone who would, would carry a, a replica WWE championship belts. Um, he had won, uh, one, one of the, the games he won and then he, someone challenged him like for, for that belt and he was nice enough. He lost and gave, he gave <laughs> the belt to the person. Like, wow. The replica. Yeah. I was like, that's, that's pretty amazing. Yeah. That's, I, I, I I'm not a big, uh, like merch guy like i don't have a lot of i have like a couple action figures i have, I have finn balor um hell yeah my brother gave my brother gave it to me because he knows that uh i think finn balor is the hottest person uh, in wrestling yeah he's um, maybe the hottest person in the world <laughs> yeah right um but uh so i don't have a lot of merch but like that is the one area where to uh, where i'd be like if i had a, like a lot more money i think i would i would i would Get into having some of these belts or or making belts. That's that's a fun thing. Yeah, but, we're gonna yeah, have to I mean, make a parts unknown belt. I think. I think so. I think yeah. uh, we're. I mean, we're episode one. We're just. Yeah. We're, we're crawling before we walk, but yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> um, in between us, yeah. whoever di- whoever did the best in each episode gets the belt that week. Yeah, right. <laughs> of course, we'll just buy two and. and yeah. Both enough. Tag team. Yeah. Uh, uh, tag, well, I mean, the tag team, the Reggie Parks tag team belt is, I think, is is my favorite iconic. Uh, yeah, it's my favorite tag team belt. Yeah. Um, but it's also again, it's it's that thing, it's that like, it's that memory association thing, you know, because uh, I've heard other people talk about what their favorite belt is, like older wrestling fans, and they'll and a lot of people will say like the belt that. Uh, you know, Dory Funk had uh, as NWA champion, or it's yeah. the the big gold belt from Ric Flair. Um, I mean, that's a great belt too. It is a great belt, of course. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's you it, know, it's like it's, SNL. It's, it's whatever whatever was exactly. the championship when you got into it is always going to be your it's the, yeah yeah. I I I want you know you know wrestling fans get really. Uh, amped up about new belts and new championships and new designs and uh, can you imagine like if in sport they changed the Lombardi (laughs) trophy or they changed the Major League Baseball like yeah just they're like yeah we're going with a new design and this is the new trophy like the vitriol and outrage that like it would there would be if someone was like yeah, i mean we're gonna... even yeah the stanley, they've made the stanley oh cup oh my god can you imagine if they tried to change the stanley cup <laughs> 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 it would be insane those guys with white gloves they'd get killed somebody would kill them <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> the, the, the ones that bring bring out the yeah, yeah, cup. Yeah. yeah that blonde guy with a bowl cut yeah <laughs> he'd be Unreal. dead uh, so I, I so I get it, but also like, you know, they they 
you know the WWE belts now are not the most the most pretty, but like you're a global brand and you're yes. your belt. I mean, they're selling belts. That's really what it they're comes down selling to. Now. Belts. That's what it comes down to. They got and sell every belts. sports team, every sports team that wins a championship gets that belt with their logo on it, with the with the WWE logo on it. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. That's I mean that's a huge part that we'll get into that in the future I'm sure yeah. is the pop the sports uh infiltration of um wrestling and how what what causes that I was list, I was watching uh maybe a red the Red Sox game the other night playoff game which I very rarely watch baseball these days and they came back from break and in the stadium they were playing the Undertaker's theme <laughs> just like in the middle of the game uh it's very it's big it's 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 a big part of the presentation of sports these days is wrestling. oh i mean yeah like we said we'll we'll get into it but yeah when you go to a baseball game now and every every player comes out to a song yeah yeah that that didn't always happen uh i got one more award do you have any you have more no reggie that was that was the last one i had uh i'll uh I will say quickly, uh, just for time's sake, but uh, I want to. I want to get get this on. But uh, the good ass dude award goes to Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson. I, I just uh, for all from all accounts, seems like a real uh, class act uh, guy. It's a lovely man. <laughs> lovely man uh, wrote a thank you letter to to the WWE. He's now with AEW. Um, in a in a in a in a world that uh, in a always wants the like salacious details of uh, contracts and people sw- switching to different companies and yada yada yada, he just kind of d- did it gracefully and just wanted to do a different thing and is doing a different thing. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, follow him on Instagram. He seems like a good dad too. <laughs> yeah, he's making pumpkin pie with his kids. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, he rules. Love Brian yeah. Nielsen. Uh, my last award uh, th- this week is the uh, I Told You So Award, uh, and it goes to uh, our friend Travis Duda, uh, producer oh, for Travis. Woot Nanny, um, and uh, an incredible graphic artist in Worcester. Um, he Has, w- he that by pointing to our, our logo here, parts un, parts unknown. He, he did that. He, he he did that. He do that. <laughs> he do that. Uh, he went to his first indie wrestling show this week. Uh, he went to Beyond Wrestling on Thursday, and uh, I couldn't be there to, to with him. But uh, a former contestant on Parts Unknown, Jenny Pasillo, brought him to yeah. his first wrestling show, and he uh, wasn't skeptical. He was excited about it, but we were like, "Get ready, man! You're you're gonna be all in." And he had an amazing uh, blast of a time at the White Eagle in Worcester. Uh, and so he's fully hooked into wrestling now, and I expect him to have purchased a belt by the time I speak to him tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, we love Travis. He does uh, a lot of stuff for us, and very excited that now hopefully he'll start to know what we're talking about when he yeah, maybe right. helps right. us with this show. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, I, I love I love that idea as a as a, a segment of just when when people in our life. Uh, sort of approach, tr- try, yes, 
dip their toe in into, into wrestling and uh i mean there's enough there's enough out there that uh there's that that's Something, there's something for everyone. Yes. Yeah. Maybe we'll we'll have him on to debrief. <laughs> yeah. 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 We'll have a conversation with Travis. Uh, that, that that perspective of a a first time like encounter as a as a, a as a grown grown person where you don't have all this nostalgia attached to it and you can just go yeah it was uh, yeah it was fun yeah so. It's gonna, yeah. Those are, those are, uh, those are our slammies of the week. Slammies I told you so. I told, the, I told you so. Award. <laughs> so coy. So cute. <laughs> I'm. I am a little stinker. So. <laughs> I think that's our. That's episode one. Will. That is episode one. I, uh, it is, uh, it's incredible that we've, uh, we've, we've gotten through it. We did it. Uh, I, I want to say, uh, to, you know. Thank you, thank you for listening. If you have suggestions, if you have uh, uh, movies or, or TV shows that that uh, we know that wrestlers were in, uh, send them our way. We, we're gonna we're, we want to do more reviews, but we're we're also gonna we're gonna be doing uh, you know parts unknown games. We're gonna be doing uh, some dives into some of our our you know personal histories with 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 wrestling. Uh, yeah, I'm 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 super excited for the the, the parts unknown journey that uh, we're gonna go on. Yeah, this is gonna be fun. We're gonna have some. We're gonna have a blast with this. We want you guys involved. We're gonna have. Yeah, we're gonna do a lot of different things. Um, follow us on Instagram, Parts Unknown Wrestling. Um, again, like you said, send us suggestions, questions, tag us in all your wrestling memes. Uh, follow our personal accounts. Will, where can the people find you? Uh, Will Will Smalley on on Instagram. Uh, I, there's a there's a Twitter involved somewhere. Don't it's not on it very much, but uh, Instagram. Just when sure. Instagram well, goes down. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, oh no. <laughs> and I am Brian underscore O'Donnell on Instagram. Uh, follow me there, and on Twitter. Or Woot Nanny. Follow Woot Nanny Comedy. Um, we do lots of different things, and we want to have fun. With all of our friends, uh, so and uh, listen to Tarzan Boy by Baltimore <laughs> over and over, over. and over. Uh, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> all right, everybody. Uh, Thank you so life. much. Bye forever. Bye. I don't know what we're waving, but uh, we'll probably put out this just the end on video. Yeah, just it's just the last. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Oh, I didn't. I wasn't recording. Did you stop recording? <laughs>